The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Short um, and sweet. And then, well, we'll see. Well, um, <laughs> could be short and shitty. Warning. This podcast contains strong language, which may be unsuitable for children, and stupid humor, which may be unsuitable for adults. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Welcome to the shit show. Coming to you from the city underbelly of Omaha, Nebraska, where we're throwing it back to and heading to the drive-in tonight. Welcome to episode 61 of The Basement on a Hill. We are a horror podcast. My name is Anthony King, and joining me, as always, is Kevin Buswell. Hey! Hi. Hey! How, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Good. Um, and also joining us tonight... Um, for his fifth time back. Did you know that, Doug? No. Fifth that's... time, yeah. Wow. You were here on wow. your own, came with Trilogy, and then two horror exams. Wow. That's Five crazy. times. Yeah. Huh. You're you're Damn. Our, you're our only uh actually Monty has also been here five times, but Really? There's he, no way. What about Trey? He's gotta be here. I don't well, no, I don't count him. Yeah, oh he's not yeah, I'm like he's gotta have more five. Uh, oh, that's Wait, Doug Kaborik. We don't count Trey. Doug Kaborik here. Hey, we don't, hi. yeah, we don't, uh, hi, Omaha. We don't count Trey. Trey doesn't count. Sorry, <laughs> Trey. He's not a guest. He's just a host. He's just around. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. Oh, you guys can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Forgot all about that. At Scary Shit Radio and on Facebook at The Basement on a Hill. And check out our blog at TheBasementOnHill.wordpress.com. Uh, we will have some special things up there this week because. This is a special show where all we're going to do is uh, talk about some double features that we'd um, like to see or maybe we think would go well together. That's all we're doing tonight. No news, no music, no nothing, just that. Um, uh, Thank you both for texting me on my birthday. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. Happy birthday. Yeah, well, it's over now, Doug, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just wanted to say it in person. Oh, I appreciate that. Retroactively. Um, and so, yeah, this is this is the last, uh, you know, air quote special show we're doing for the month. Next week, we're getting back to normal. Uh, Kate Berkman will be joining us and uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so what we're doing tonight, um, each of us have picked uh, initially five movies. And we told each other what those five movies were. And then secretly and on our own, we then picked five more movies to pair up with each of those. Um, and so we will reveal those to each other tonight. Um, so let's start off by listening to this thing. Show starts in two minutes. Your attention, please. All new hotshot electric in-car heaters have been installed for your comfort and convenience. Just insert heater through car window and turn on the switch. When leaving, please turn switch off and replace on speaker post. Warning, high voltage. For your own safety, do not attempt to repair or remove wires. Do not attempt to open heater unit. If you need assistance, please notify the theater box office or concession manager. That sounds awfully dangerous. <laughs> Did, okay, so let's reminisce for a second. We all... We all uh, Lived in Council Bluffs. Doug, I, I assume you, you've been to that drive-in. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kevin, you grew up like a mile away from that place, right? Yeah, I think we've gone to see movies there together a couple times. Really? Yeah. 
what would we have seen? I know that when we were in high school, uh, uh, I I was driving my old Chevy Celebrity, and I had a trunk full of people <laughs> because we like to sneak in there. I swear you were with us. Um, Deep Blue Sea? Did you see that? Driving? I don't think so. I know I saw that one in high school with some friends. Interesting. I But, yeah, I remember, um, like, I saw The Fugitive in Ace Ventura paired together. Oh, nice. <laughs> Very nice. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, so many. I mean, God, I really miss that place. Yeah. Um, have you guys ever yeah. been to another drive-in, like, not the Council Bluffs one? Oh, yeah, I've been to... Uh, one once in when I lived in Waterloo, Iowa, in Cedar Falls, they, I think they had two out there at the time. Okay, and so I'd seen some out there. I saw Die Hard Two mixed with Tango and Cash. Excellent. <laughs> but my contact popped out after Die Hard Two, so I could, we had had to go home. I couldn't figure out what to do with it, oh. so we <laughs> bailed out on Tango and Cash. I, I didn't. I wasn't one of those guys who could just pop that back in, you know, lick it off and put it back in. <laughs> That didn't work. I was done for the night. That sounds <laughs> awful right there. That's that's <laughs> horror. Yeah. Yeah, I miss um, uh I'm I guess the closest one to us in Omaha now is in Norfolk maybe or Norf- something. Yeah, Elgin. Is that it? I think it's El- yeah, which is up is there. Is that close to there? Yeah, I looked it up once. It's like a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. two hours away. Uh, it could be a fu- it. yeah, it could be fun if you get your friends together, I think. Yeah, but I mean like I'm not gonna drive up there, watch a couple movies, and then drive back that night. Yeah, that's true. You have to have another excuse to drive up there. <laughs> Added on to that, yeah. like I'm gonna go see this movie, and then I'm going to go steal the sign on this street that I've been <laughs> eyeing for a couple months. And I'm gonna do it all at once. <laughs> Let's play. I, don't know. I don't know why I came up with that example. That was so stupid. <laughs> That doesn't sound like fun. Oh, come on. That doesn't. Um, so anyways, well, let's get going here. Um, Doug, would you like to kick it off? Sure, I can kick it off. Uh, I'm going to do the one that is the, it was the most obvious because it's something that I think, I don't think that they come packaged together, but they should. Um, Reanimator. Okay. With From Beyond. Nice. Is that the, uh, the is that Fulci uh, from Beyond? No, no oh, that's Stuart it's, Gordon, it's right? Still, it's the next movie that Stuart Gordon made okay, after yeah. Reanimator with all the same cast virtually a lot, you know. Um, yeah. What is his name? Jeffrey Combs? Combs, yep. Now, this is stuff I've all just learned because, like, uh, both of those were from Doug Goes to School on the Necronomicast. Oh, okay. So these are <laughs> these are ones that I hadn't seen until the last year, but I love Reanimator. I just rewatched it for this show um, last week. And From Beyond, I've only seen once now. But that was awesome as well. What's uh, I, I've um, never seen From Beyond. What is that? Well, it's another Lovecraft uh, story as okay. well. Um, and I didn't really watch that one, so I don't know <laughs> if I can tell you exactly what it is. It's like, well, it's like a mad professor guy has uh, created this machine that opens up a gateway to another dimension. Creatures okay. can come through it okay. in this house and. Uh, he gets killed. I think uh, Combs was like his assistant, and he's trying to redo the experiments. Kind of at the this this crazy lady who's the blonde chick from Reanimator, Barbara Crampton. She, yeah, yeah. She's trying to. She really wants to recreate the because she's kind of crazy and recreate the experiment. And it's just going crazy. Um, it's really good. 
They're both really great. I love Reanimator. Um, Kevin, have you seen From Beyond? Um, I don't. I don't think I have. You should check it out. I think Reanimator's better, but it's still super, super good. Yeah, they. Uh, I think. I think it's Arrow that they just uh, announced they're doing a Reanimator, you know, special box set that looks pretty like a you oh. know a double disc with all the all the goodies. It should come with From fixings. Beyond attached to it because <laughs> those would go together so well. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I need to find From Beyond. Yeah, check it out. All right, Kev, what uh, you want to go next? Sure. <clears throat> what do I got? All right, so uh, I chose uh, the movie Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know why I paired this up with (laughs) this movie uh, entirely, um, except for just like the main baddie in it uh, kind of reminds me of it. But I I, I paired it up with uh, Jeepers Creepers. Um, Okay, I I can... I don't think there's any like real similarity between the two films um but i like the main baddie in both of them um and i know that like it's been a while since i've seen uh pumpkin head but i think it's it's kind of along is it like lines a, of, is it like a scarecrow type of creature at all kind of yeah because that's what jeeper creepers is yeah and maybe that's why i initially it, paired okay. it up. So maybe so that's why i've never seen pumpkin head so tell me tell me about pumpkin head um shit like i said i haven't seen it yeah, in a seen while it. <laughs> um but it's something about like uh this this demon gets conjured up to um wreak havoc on people's lives and it doesn't work out as swimmingly as as the people who <laughs> never who does started it um lance Hen- hendrickson is is the star of that one. Oh, i like um, him but yeah it's it's just about this uh this creature thing that is just pure evil trying to uh, kill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I mean, I, I like, I like the special, the makeup effects for that creature um, a lot. He's a very like tall, like seven foot tall, gangly looking thing. Do you relate to him? With yes, uh, <laughs> with like a, a head that like resembles like a very kind of rotten pumpkin, I guess. Um, and. Uh, I enjoy that that makeup of that creature as, as much as I enjoy the makeup of of the creature that's in Jeepers Creepers. Okay, is this um, got the last Starfighter in it? Is, it might. Is that yeah. who this guy? This looks like Jeff East. Is that the guy that played the last last Starfighter? Uh, he's the guy that played Young Clark in. <laughs> no, that's it, Young Clark. That's why. You know, th- that's not the same guy though. I thought that was the same uh, guy. Young Clark so. Young, from what? Uh, from Superman. like the original Superman. Oh. That's why he's from because we just watched that like a couple weeks ago. So I looked up, mm-hmm. I was looking him up, and that's why he looks familiar. <laughs> but I was thinking of like Pumpkinhead, and then like the first thing, the f- first movie that came to my mind was oh, Jeepers Creepers. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, why did that come to my mind? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably the gangliness. Yeah. And a scarecrow often has a pumpkin head, and exactly. he hangs out like a scarecrow. I've yeah. only seen Jeepers Creepers 2. Okay. So. I, I bet you know what he looks like, though. Yeah, so yeah. I know what he looks like, and he's hanging out like a scarecrow, so I yep. figured that was his, his M.O. Yeah, it kind of is. He does yeah. that in the first one a little bit. Yeah, he's, man, that's, uh, that Jeepers Creepers, the, the creeper is yeah. real creepy. I think those would be two good movies to watch back to back. Nice, very nice. Okay, uh, my first one. So um, 
I'm a nerd. I really, I really get into pairing movies up with each other. And, uh, for, for each of my five pairings, I did like little themes. And I also gave each theme a cutesy little name. (laughs) Um, and Doug on Facebook was like, I didn't know we were supposed to make them (laughs) themed. What's this shit teacher? (laughs) That happened to me all through college. And I was always getting thrown under the bus because the teacher would like say <laughs> shit not say shit and right. then i'd not do shit because i'm not going to do what i'm not told to. right yeah and then i get in trouble because they wouldn't fucking remember that they didn't say anything oh yeah no it, this is just this is me nerding out a little bit so okay um and i also want to say each of my theme titles is a song title <laughs> oh. <laughs> real stupid real <laughs> stupid you guys all right so uh number number one uh the theme is the wild wild west hit song mm. by will smith is it will smith right i think the wild so. wild west yeah <laughs> i exactly. know the escape club <laughs> song yeah. living in the this. wild wild west maybe that's it <laughs> wild, wild. well they're both they're yeah, whatever a, your song is a song too but i i know i know the 80s jam <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're pretty big into Will Smith. <laughs> huge Will Smith fans. Here. Um okay, so so uh The Wild Wild West, my first movie Bone Tomahawk. Um I know Doug, you haven't seen this. Kevin, have you seen Never this? Never even heard of it. Okay. I've heard of it. I highly recommend this. This is from uh a filmmaker named S Craig Zoller who shows m- mucho uh, promise in this film. Uh, it's from 2015. It's got it stars like Kurt Russell, Patrick Wilson, Matthew Fox, Richard Jenkins. Oh, shit, I'll watch it with Kurt Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh That's for stuff. sure. Um, it is, you know, it it's a, it's like a a typical modern day western. It mm-hmm. starts off like that. Well, not immediately. It does not start off like that, but. For the for the large portion of the movie, it's just like it's four guys traveling to rescue some people through the West. Um, it's beautifully shot. Um, there's a there's a scene where uh, Patrick Wilson he has a broken leg, and they're going to rescue his wife, and he keeps walking on it, and it's just getting worse and worse and worse. So anyways, Richard Jenkins um, is a former doctor or something like that. And he has a moment where he has to reset the leg. Oh, no. And uh, and he uses a hammer just to... <sighs> and as he, he raises the hammer and he looks up and into Patrick Wilson's eyes and he goes, this is going to penetrate. <laughs> and then... <laughs> and it's just like, oh, my Jesus, why? Oh. Um, I don't know if I can watch this that. has the absolute scariest depiction of an aboriginal person I've ever seen really like mm. Native Americans just terrifying um, and I don't want to I don't want to describe them at all because that's the whole that's the fun of it huh. uh, this movie bone tomahawk <clears throat> excuse me contains the most and I can say this assured the most uh, brutal on-screen death I've ever seen. Really? And if, you know, if uh, for the listeners, if they've seen this, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, and then the the ending, it's a, it's a very emotional, you know, you have this Western and then it turns into a horror film 
and then it turns back into a western with a very emotional ending. Huh. Um, but I highly recommend this movie. You can find it. It's on Amazon Prime if nice. you have Prime. So I have that. So anyways, <clears throat> so I'm pairing that as, uh, sort of an atypical western with another atypical western, an urban western, 1976's Assault on Precinct 13. Okay, now this okay. is, you know, um, Carpenter, John Carpenter, starring Austin Stoker um, and Darwin uh, Jostin. Uh, this is, uh, you know, I mean, Carpenter will be the first to say this is a Western. Um, and then, <clears throat> you know, he likes to, you know, a lot of his movies are some sort of like political commentary, social commentary. And I, uh, watching this again, and this is <clears throat> one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, I did. Uh, I kind of got a, a little bit of a hint that it's some sort of social commentary on uh, gun control. Actually, have have you guys seen Assault in Precinct Thirteen? Yeah, I have not. You have not. I no. Yeah, I watch it. Um, the original. <clears throat> and the remake's okay, but watch the original. Mm-hmm. The Carpenter one is the original. Yes, mm-hmm. there's a lot of Carpenter films that I haven't seen. Or that I or that I don't even know were Carpenter movies. Right. Actually. I just learned that Christine was Carpenter. Yeah. Oh wow. I, I didn't know that. Um. So you know, this is uh, like a lot of Carpenter movies. Like you get a really strong sense of um, paranoia. Um. And I, John Carpenter is, uh, if not the or if not my number one, uh, my number two favorite director of all time. Uh. He it always seems like he makes sure that uh, race is represented in his movies. And he, I just, I really feel like he knows how to construct badass female characters. Cause there's a scene in this where, uh, and you know, for those of you who haven't seen this, uh, it, it's a, uh, it takes place in this police station that is being shut down. And uh, this guy comes running in. He's catatonic. The cops don't know what the hell's going on. And this is like the last night this place is staying open and all these bad guys uh, converge and, you know, shoot up the station and they're attacking the, it's an assault, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, But anyways, there's a, there's a scene, they're breaking in and there's this uh, uh, woman who is, it's uh, uh, Lori Zimmer is her name. She's like, the bad guys are coming in the door they're running down the hallway of the cells and she's just standing there she's been shot in one arm and the other arm she's just pulling the trigger picking these guys off and they're piling up and i'm you know i'm just like john carpenter really knows how to make fucking cool women characters um so bone tomahawk and assault on precinct 13 it works well i I, I watched them together it works well (laughs) very nice all right doug my turn. Okay, let's see here. Um, my next one is uh, based on a weather for uh, weather phenomenon. The original, <laughs> The Fog by Carpenter, which has always been a favorite of mine. As a kid, it just terrified me. Um, it was one of the first scary, scary movies that freaked me out. Yeah. Uh, with that blue fog rolling in, to and and also the uh. The radio station is called uh, KAB, which is the first three letters of my last name. <laughs> so I, I feel... You relate, you relate. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so that paired with uh, not the reboot, as you predicted. <laughs> I have seen that. That was that was crap. Uh, 
The Mist. Oh, yeah. The uh, Stephen King short story that was turned into a couple years ago. Have you guys seen The Mist? Of oh, course, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, I only saw it the one time in the theater, but I was impressed. I thought it was really good, pretty mm-hmm. true to the uh, book, except for the ending was massively different, mm-hmm. right. if you'll remember. Yep. Uh, but the ending was... It, you know, they talk about a Hollywood ending. Right. This was a complete reversal. Yeah. yeah. You know, Stephen King usually actually has pretty uplifting endings. You know, like if you compare the Shining book to the Shining movie, right, and stuff like that. And the ending of the Mist in the short story is totally much more uplifting. Right. <laughs> there couldn't be anything less uplifting, I think, than the end of the movie. The oh Mist. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought those two go obviously well together because they're both about creatures coming in with fog or mist mm. and tearing your shit up yeah I, I i like that um because in one you have like these zombie ghost type things zombie pirates right zombie of? pirates the leper right? leper zombie pirate yeah <laughs> and then uh and <laughs> then the other like giant monsters oh, giant spiders giant oh. flying yeah it works well oh man yeah and you, oh yeah remember in the mist the the stock boy was that kid from uh, American Pie, the, the Shermanator. Remember the Shermanator? Oh, yeah. Oh, was yeah. it really? Yeah, that was him. I was, that was the last time yep. I ever saw him is he got the tentacle shoved right through him or whatever. <laughs> is, is he <laughs> that was for, the in, the, in the garage out. door? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay, yeah. The, the loading dock scene. Yeah, yeah. right. I can't remember his he name, the but one. the... the Stock boy. That's what. They, yeah. That's what he was. Yeah. That's yeah. It's like a stock boy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. I recognized him because that that was that's Kevin's favorite movie of the past thirty five years. Favorite horror movie of the past thirty five years. Movie. The Mist was. Yeah. Oh yeah, when really? We had that, when they had that list. Oh I, yeah, I, I knew you guys were doing that. Oh yeah. Well, well, damn! I feel stupid asking if no, you've seen it. Okay. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> thrilled at all about the series because I don't think it needs to exist. There's a series. There's a series. The Mist coming out. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, they've, oh, they've well, got like a very short teaser that just released. Like I guess I can understand so. how you could make it into one because it's like The Walking Dead, at least at the yeah the end of the the, the short story where they're they're forging on to yeah. see where they you know what happens next. I don't know. But um, I don't need to see a series about it. No, yeah, I'm gonna I check agree. it out. I'm, I'm <laughs> on Spike. I, TV. I think it's gonna be very much like Under the Dome. Oh yeah, which people were like excited about, but then it came out and people were like massively oh. disappointing. Mm-hmm. Well, it probably will be. Anyway. Well, all right, that's uh, the fog and the mist, Kevin. All right, my uh, my number two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tell me about your number two. <laughs> it's cracked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My number, my number two uh, pick is uh, is is kind of like a. I don't know. I, I I did this because it's got some comedy in it. Um, I think it's funny. Maybe some other people don't. Uh, the the people under the stairs. Um, ah, yeah. Which I find very humorous. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I pair that with uh, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. Wow, nice. Um, because I I find them both. Um. Uh, frightening in their ways, but more so, I find them a little bit humorous. <laughs> um, again, I mean, they, d- they don't really have like a whole lot of like similarities other than the humor. Uh, People under the stairs. If anybody hasn't seen that, it's about you know these uh, these people breaking into like this this house to steal some fortune that they hear that is uh, somewhere in this house. This house is uh, owned by a couple <laughs> uh-huh. a very eccentric couple um that lives their lives a little differently 
I can't remember the details. Neither can I. I I've uh, only seen yeah, it once like when they, I was they've got, little. They've got a Me daughter too. that lives in the house. I remember the kids running through all the mm-hmm. people running around inside the walls. Yeah, yeah. You just you discover that uh, they have a uh, actually a bunch of people living in the home. Uh, yeah, just several of them hidden. <laughs> yeah, hidden in the walls. <laughs> like in a basement, or they 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 live in the walls. One doesn't have a tongue. Mm-hmm. Under the stairs, even. Yeah, yeah. even under Pe- the stairs. People under the stairs. Interesting. Yep. This is this has the. Um, um, the pitcher from the Sandlot, right? The black kid. Yes. Okay. Yes, and Ving Rhames is in it. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is he it? plays his his buddy that's that's helping him uh, steal this stuff. Is Ving Rhames a kid in this? No, he's he's an adult. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Interesting. Okay. You've seen it though, right? Uh, years and years and years ago. Um, Good watch. So I've never seen Demon Knight actually. Demon Knight is, either. is just silly. Uh, Billy Zane is, oh. is in it, and <laughs> well, he just silly. flat out cracks me up. Jada Pinkett <laughs> Smith is in it. Uh, the lady, uh, she's got a very unique name. The Carmen San Diego lady. <laughs> what? She's <laughs> just that lady from Carmen San Diego. Um, is that a TV show? Uh, I thought that was name? a video game. That's all I knew. Um, I thought she's got a very, very unique name. Sally Rockapella. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I wish it was that. Joan Jett. Um, CCH Pounder. Oh yeah, from uh, <laughs> see very Pounder. unique from Psyche Psyche yeah. Psycho Four. Uh, also, she's on the Shield. She was yeah on, the, on the Shield, Shield and yeah. So. Isn't that? She, didn't she? Was she the lady that like hosted like the Carmen San Diego, or is that a completely different person that looks I like know. her? I, I didn't know there was a Carmen San Diego. Oh uh, yeah, there was like a game show back oh, in the day. Okay, but anyways, uh, Demon Knights. It's it's about um, um, this Knight Billy, of Demons. Billy Zane plays like a demon. Uh, <laughs> Let me just William, take a guess. William Sadler is like the good guy to. Billy Zane's bad guy. Oh, Billy Zane's the bad guy in this. Billy Zane's the bad guy. He's fucking hysterical too. Um, and so, now like Billy, Billy Zane was that the guy from Titanic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cal. Yeah. Okay, so he should be the bad guy. Yeah, uh, look yeah. at him. He's got he's got the furrowed brow, like oh, yeah. Cro Magnum head. Mm-hmm. Totally. So he's uh, it starts off with like him searching for uh, William Sadler's character because William Sadler's character has like this ancient cross. That you discover has remnants of the blood of Jesus in it, um, and that hasn't dried up yet. Wow, not, not yet. No, um, and there's there's Be reasons little, for it that if you it's want, a little flaky. Okay. Uh, but uh, uh, Billy Zane's character, the demon, needs to get a hold of that so he can take over the world, whatever. Um, and he's also able to conjure up other demons. Um, William Sadler's character gets uh, he, he find, finds himself at a like a hotel with all these other characters that are staying there or working there or whatever. Um, and then they're, they end up being like trapped inside here with all these demons outside trying to get in. Um, it's a very, very silly movie, very bloody. Um, nice. And kind of icky. Yeah. Good <laughs> soundtrack. Like, I, I, I have the soundtrack. Mm, it's tales from the crypt. And yeah. You said uh, it was tales from the crypt. Yeah. It's, a, it's one of a uh, tales from the crypts. They did a series of movies then, or they something did like that. Three movies: Bordello. They did Bordello. They did Demon Knight, Bordello of Blood, and then I believe oh, there was that that another movie called Tales from the Crypt. Huh. Tales, no, Tales from the Hood. No, there's a movie called Tales from the Crypt. Oh, okay. Huh. Um, Is Tales from the Hood not a uh, Tales from the Crypt? No. Oh, I didn't know that. No, it's not associated. But um, yeah, the the soundtrack, like it, uh, 
the grave diggers. Mm-hmm. It's a suicide. Uh, Pantera, Sepultura. Mm-hmm. Good hard rock, and then ending with some uber gangsta rap. Yeah, I, I Sweet. suggest watching that one. Yeah, they uh, Derek just played it. Had a thirty-five mil print that they just played at Alamo. I wish I would have gone. And <clears throat> they're playing a thirty-five mil print of People Under the Stairs in really? May. Yeah. Oh, fun. Nice. That I will be going to. Very nice. Fun stuff. Good. All right, Demon Knight and the People Under the Stairs. People Under that's Wes Craven, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, my number two. Everybody look at my number two. Um, both of these movies are very much of their time. The theme, um, I call it New York, New York, uh, because each movie... Uh, and I, I love movies like this where the city plays a character in the movie, you know? Mm. Um, so my first one is Habit. And I just, uh, not just, but I, I heard about this maybe six months ago from Shockwaves. Um, <clears throat> and Elric, one of the hosts, it's one of his favorite vampire movies. It's a vampire movie. Takes place in New York City. Written and directed by Larry Fessenden, starring him um, and Meredith Snader, Aaron Beal, Patricia Coleman. Uh, but it's, it's very, it's very in indie, um, 1995 indie, uh, which I love, uh, a lot of trench coats. Mm. Um, <laughs> and you know, it, it's, you know, shot with a handheld, uh, most of the time, just walk around the streets of New York. And it's a, it's a bit of a slow burn. Um, and it, it has this melancholic feeling throughout the entire film. And I love movies like that. Um, you know, like Garden State or Closer. It's just like sort of this depressing <laughs> cloud above you while you're watching yeah, close, it. Closer is depressing. Uh, and I, 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 I don't know why I like movies like that because I hate being depressed, <laughs> as most people do. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't know. It, it, it's great. I just, I love this. It's, um, you know, it's not, uh, it's not going to be the greatest film you've ever seen, but I love it. Um, and I chose it because, uh, more people need to see it. You can watch it. It's on shutter if you have a shutter account. Uh, but I totally recommend it. It's, it sort of has this commentary about addiction. Uh, Fezzanin's character, uh, is, he's a drunk. And then you have, you know, he's, dating this mysterious woman Anna who is this vampire and you know she's addicted to blood I don't know I, I just kind of found this uh, <laughs> sort of theme it's 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 a mesmerizing film I feel like because um, you know if you've been to New York if you're familiar with the city you can watch uh, movies that take place in the city and be like oh I know exactly where that is um, and there is some really nice sexy time. Oh. And this, there's a there's a scene in the bathtub um, with um, female blood involved, which mm. it's still sexy time. Believe me, <laughs> it just, is. Just tr- <laughs> trust me, it's still sexy time. Uh, I don't know. Um, so, anyways, I recommend that habit. Uh, you can find it on Shutter. It's also in Scream Factory has like a Larry Fessenden uh, box set you can get. It's part of that. Um, so I'm pairing that with another uh, movie 
that features New York City as a character. You've I, got mail. I feel yes, exactly. That's perfect. No, <laughs> knew it from night from nineteen eighty one, Wolfen. Oh, hmm. I should have. I've. I've. I know about that, but I've never seen it. And I did a couple of wolf movies. Uh, is it a wolf, is it a werewolf movie? Or uh, am I totally off base? No, no, it's it's not a werewolf movie. It's oh, it's shit. a it's a wolf a movie. wolf movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wolves, wolves. See, I didn't in the watch city. that one when I was I was watching my wolf movies, and I was thinking yeah. maybe I should have. Yes, I, uh, I I only have the VHS of it, but uh, which adds to the you know the f- fun of it. But uh, <laughs> um, oh yeah, I see it back there. Uh, oh, it's uh, Albert Finney who plays one of my all-time favorite New York City cops. Um, <laughs> Edward James Olmos, who I don't <laughs> typically like, but he's he's really good in this. He's very strange. There is an incredibly awkward scene where he strips completely naked. Sexy time. Sexy, yeah. Edward James almost sexy time. time Runs around the beach like with his wiener just flopping (laughs) this way and that. Sold. And then, (laughs) and then he jumps up in front of Albert Finney and like howls. No, uh, kind of. He squats right in (laughs) in Finney's face with his wiener just. (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh this has got to be a one take thing right here because i'm sure they're like please can we just get this fucking over with um uh, features tom noonan in in one of his very first roles um this is known wolfen is known for uh putting to use infrared cameras um in film um there you know like i said at the top of this uh this is th- this movie is very much of its time uh there's there's an apartment featured in the movie that has mirrored blinds oh, that are i mean it's it does not get any more in 1981 than that. <laughs> um so uh, basically it's a police procedural albert finney is a detective and and uh, gregory hines plays an awesome uh me and there's mysterious murders happening and they're trying to solve them and it turns out what the hell it's wolves um and the wolves are literal spirit animals what does that mean like they disappear oh and stuff uh you know it's it, it cheesy <laughs> i still i love this movie that's a that's much. a bigfoot theory as to as why you can't find you know, oh, Bigfoots really? is that they're actually like uh they go in and out of our world oh interesting yeah spirit spirit bigfoots, yeah. yeah uh there's and then the the final thing i want to say is there's uh, a really bloody scene um where a guy's head is ripped off and you know you get to see it good effects there Hmm. right before Albert Finney shoots at the wolf that is standing by the car and he shoots once he hits the car and the car explodes. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) And you you know, again, this, these aren't the best movies ever, but Wolfen is Hmm. so much fun. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. I don't know where you can watch it. I'm sure you can rent it somewhere, but, uh, uh, habit and Hmm. Wolfen Doug, Hmm. Sounds good. Uh, what do I got next? I got some 80s stuff here All right. for you. Um, first one, the original Poltergeist, which I believe is one of the scariest movies ever made. Mm-hmm. 
Some people think that I've heard uh, some people say that you know the effects don't hold up anymore. But I, I've watched it recently, and I still think yeah, it's, they're pretty damn good. Yeah, I think. Um, and I hated the reboot for the record. I don't know if you saw the reboot. I haven't, and I, oh. I've only seen Poltergeist once, a long, long, long. Oh, time you ago. should. I know. I know. It. I need to. I need yeah, to. Yeah. Wow. That thing's just got so much stuff. Um. So Poltergeist, and I'm. I'm packaging it with Paranormal Activity 3. Interesting, okay. Because that particular, that is my favorite Paranormal Activity. I also think it is the, the best one. Um, and it, it takes place in 1988. So it takes place... This, this is when the girls, like they're, they're little girls, right? The sisters Yeah, they're, girls. the sisters, and they have that loft bedroom with that little cubby hole that keeps blowing open. Yeah, okay. And... Uh, that's where I quit on the series. <laughs> yeah, that one. No, I liked it though. Yeah, that one. Um, yeah, it's the one where they they have so much tension because the guy fastens the the, the camcorder to a oscillating fan that yes. he's removed. So oh. it, so you see a room, nothing's happening, and then you go away, and you're just dreading yep. what's going to be there yeah. when it comes back. I mean, a really smart uh, thing. And at the that. end of that, is that like? There's like a it's cult. It's like the witches. Thing. Yes. Okay. It's like their, okay. Yeah. 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 The, the grandmother. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, I really, I really enjoyed that. One. I like that better than the first one. Oh, me too. That's it, yeah. I think so. I think it's oh yeah. The first one like was doing something different. This thing also did that and did it much better. Yes, I, I agree. Think, uh, but there's some direct nods to Poltergeist in it. There's really? a, there's a scene where. Yeah, where the wife and the and her husband are, are smoking pot in the bedroom. Oh yeah, nice. You know, and and, and there's there's that. God damn, I meant to write down all the nods. There's other ones. I mean, the house just totally looks a lot like it. Really. Overall, yeah, it looks very '80s in that way, and um, like their table set looks like the same table yeah. set that stacks itself. Yeah. Oh, in the original yeah, yeah. Poltergeist, except for in this movie, you know, one of those things is that the pan the thing pans and comes back. And all of the furniture is gone from the kitchen, mm. and then it all just crashes yeah, down. Yeah, as yeah, it's yeah. it's been up, left it above. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so crazy. And that's that's really awesome too, because that's during the part where like she's being all bitchy and she doesn't believe him, and he she thinks right. he's he's crazy and stuff. And then and then that shit drops on her. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, bitch, this is real. <laughs> this is real. You better believe him. All right, so so that's 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 my double feature. I, that's really good. Yeah. I like it. Um, I also like I like pairing up newer movies with older movies. I oh, think yeah. it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, r- real quick rabbit hole. Do you believe? I know you. Do you, you believe in ghosts, right, Doug? Yeah, I, I I'm definitely think, open to it. Do you think stuff like that actually happens? Like all the furniture being lifted up to the ceiling and well, dropping you know, down. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, I've not heard of that happening actually. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. My my friend said that she had a like a night stand table fly across the room once <sighs> you know and i'm like really holy shit that's kind of hard to believe <laughs> yeah but uh um how high were you exactly <laughs> <laughs> she does like her <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> but uh i don't know i'm open to anything yeah you know that's a that's a good pairing though poltergeist and paranormal three yeah paranormal three i think it's definitely influenced by poltergeist yeah I interesting think, I, think I gotta go back did. and Actually, that's one that I would like to watch. Although, uh, it's only an hour and twenty minutes. So, Paranormal Three is yeah, it's not very long. Oh yeah, that'd make for a good time. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's 
Oh yeah, by Very the efficient. way, my first one, the the western one. No, no, no. There's one of these you got to chop out like four and a half hours of your time that I have. <sighs> so that's that's also something uh, <laughs> oh, I, I try no. to keep in mind when trying to do double features. But okay, anyways, Kevin. Uh, all right, my third one is uh, I'm going to go back to the '80s for both of these. Right. Uh, 1988's the the Blob, uh, which is the remake. Never seen it. Oh, stars uh, Shawnee Smith. Yep. And Kevin Dillon. Yep. It's uh, it's cheesy, very very 80s. Yeah. Um, I think it's got some excellent, gross practical effects. Um, Sp- speaking of. Two weeks ago on Shockwaves, they had uh, the guy who did the effects really? for that and revealed all the secrets. Oh, it's man. really interesting. Yeah, it's it's really good. Uh, what is Shockwaves? Uh, it, it's a it's another horror podcast oh. from Blumhouse.com. Oh, cool. Yeah, good stuff. I recommend it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the blob, I paired that with uh, 1985's The Stuff. <laughs> I have seen The Stuff rather <laughs> recently, actually. <laughs> God, I hate that fucking movie. They're just they're <sighs> similar in in the sense that uh, what's what's getting <laughs> yeah. them is the is gelatin. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, whipped cream. I mean, it definitely the the two movies they don't do the same thing. This the stuff turns people into zombie like. Uh, beings, uh, the blob just kills them and eats them, and and then grows bigger. But um, both very very cheesy eighties films. Yeah. Um, I yeah. I actually yeah. just nice. watched uh, nineteen was it fifty eight or fifty seven? Um, the blob, the, the original blob. one yeah, with Steve McQueen. 58. Yeah. Uh, and that's a good movie too. It's it is it's, yeah it's I, fun. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that? Uh, compared to the original, like storyline wise, completely different. Oh man, uh, storyline wise, I'm not sure. I entirely remember like the original one. If it, if it's an actual like uh, true like remake where it's got like the same characters, um, I th- I think it's the same in the sense that it's it's about like a, a meteor a blob. that crashes yeah right? to Earth yep. and has like a blob thing. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would think that it's pretty much the same thing. thing. The thing just uh, mean, yeah, how, kills people and gets bigger. Right. How, how, mm. uh, you, you can't stray too far away no. from, yeah. um, as I was watching the original of the blob, uh, I was like, oh my gosh, uh, the first men in black <laughs> is like a total tribute mm-hmm. to, yeah, that's cool. And uh, Shudder did, they just took off the blob remake. Oh, really? And so I this guy high on that one. So I should I have shudder. <laughs> I should have. Uh, oh God, the stuff though. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Have you you've seen the stuff? Did you? Yeah, like, I just like recently it? saw it. I thought it was a different movie uh, that I was trying to that I remember from being a kid. And so I, I think it, it has some gooey stuff in it. So it's probably the stuff. It wasn't the stuff. That right. wasn't the movie. But so I watched it. and I was like, wow, this is crap. <laughs> it had that kid with those fucking eyes, those piercing blue eyes that freaked me out. No, don't eat it. <laughs> like zero, yeah, there was some zero, yeah, zero inflection. Serious bad acting. Oh, yeah, I really hated that movie. Um, all right, the Blob and the stuff. I'll watch the Blob. I'm not gonna watch stuff again, Kevin. No, I'm sorry. Again. I'm sorry. <laughs> do you, do you like like you truly like the stuff, Kevin? I like the cheesiness of it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I do get a kick out of how ridiculous it is. 
So, yeah. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Have your fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, my third double feature, I title this The Ties That Bind, Bruce Springsteen song. Um, this is about families that stick together. Okay. So, my first movie is Phantasm. And um, this, oh, man, every time I watch it, I, I've. <clears throat> I've watched it probably four times in the past six months. Really? Damn. I love this movie so much. <laughs> and again, you know, it's not a great movie, <laughs> but... It's trippy. But I, I discovered what I love about it is, like, how tight Reggie and Jody and Mike are. Mm. Like, it, mm. like they're just, you know, my, Mike and, and Jody, brothers, they're just... And they've lost their parents and like they're doing all they can to stay together. Jody wants to split town. And then you got Reggie, who's the best friend. He's kind of like the comic relief ish. Um, Is he like an ice cream truck driver? (laughs) Sells ice cream. Yeah. yeah. And (laughs) like takes his job real serious. (laughs) Um, And but great practical effects. This is like indie horror, you know, from 1979. Mm -hmm. Don Coscarelli was only like 18 or 19 Mm. or Mm-hmm. 2021 somewhere around there I mean he was just a kid um, but you know it has the iconic theme you know yeah. it's um, it's sort of like a kitchen sink of horror movies because there's all sorts of stuff that's going on you have these little demon things these little demon zombie things yeah. uh it's mm-hmm. it's a slasher it's um uh a a site like it's sci-fi like there's all sorts of weird shit you have <laughs> uh the scene with the finger um and then followed up by that fly <laughs> like it has the little monster thing and it's so funny you know reggie comes in and like he gets pushed down he's like what the hell is going on here <laughs> like he's just he's very concerned and very shocked um i've i've been watching i can't bring myself to watch ravager yet because i i have grown so attached to these characters hmm. and again they're not the greatest actors they're not the greatest movies but it's that it's that bond that Coscarelli I think just nailed so well and I guess in Ravager Ravager uh, Reggie has dementia and like laying in a hospital bed so you don't know if what we've been watching you know the Uh, four movies up to then have been just a Ravager is that the fourth one that's the fifth one it's the fifth one it's the final one it just came out last year right yeah yeah I haven't seen the third or fourth then maybe or maybe the yeah, um, I need to catch up. But uh yeah, you know, I I I don't want it to end and like I don't want to see Reggie like this. Yeah. Um but anyway, so uh you know, it's there uh, the one more thing I want to say about this that shows just the bond and um genuineness of these movies is there's a scene remember uh Jody he's playing his guitar on the on mm-hmm. the porch and Reggie pulls up and he's like all right man like it's very 70s and grabs his acoustic and goes and sits next to I him I remember and, that and you know it's it, it it can be a very cheesy moment but I find it just so true and genuine and like mm. that 
personifies the reason I love these movies. So I need I need to correct you. Yes, there are five Phantasm movies. Right. Oh, I thought you said four. No, oh, I oh. asked four. He's, four. And gotcha. He, he said yeah. I was wrong. Yeah. I was looking at that. I was like, wait, I'm missing one. Okay. Yep. Never mind. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, the tightness that bond, the ties that bind. I'm pairing Phantasm with the Devil's Rejects. Oh wow. Okay. I was going to pair it with Zombieland, um, but I didn't find that that bond between like Tennessee or whatever the fuck. The girls and the and the guys? or the But all the, the characters. I, I didn't find that bond to be strong enough for my liking. I like <laughs> that movie, but mm. for this, The Devil's Rejects. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a Rob Zombie movie. It's fun. It's crazy. Um, I, I've seen it. I just watched it again today. Two things I, I want to say is one, watching interviews and like uh, listening to to these guys on podcasts, Sig, Sid Haig, Bill Mosley, uh, and Sherry Moon. Um, they're the sweetest people in the world, mm. and like. I don't buy them as these crazy fucks in the devil's rejects or house of a thousand corpses anymore. Huh. Um, cause I'm just like, they're great actors. They play the characters really well, but I'm still like, ah, you, you're good people. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> Anyways. So. so I'm watching this today during Eben's quiet time at the very end. Freebird is playing and, uh, sit, um, uh, Captain Spaulding and Baby are asleep in the backseat of the a- after they kill William uh, or uh, Wydell, Sheriff Wydell. Mosley's driving. He stops, and it it shows there's like the line of sheriffs, and he's like, "Oh man, we've been caught." And Freebird's playing, and I fucking hate Leonard Skinner. I don't like Freebird. It's so stupid. <laughs> um, but they all like he wakes them up and they grab their weapons and like, all right, we're going out, you know, um, uh, Oh, what's, uh, Gina Davis and Susan Sarandon oh, yeah. when they drive off the cliff. Thelma and Louise. Th- yeah. You know, it's a very Thelma and Louise moment. Mm-hmm. Freebirds going, just screaming. And you know, it's where the, the song speeds up and they just gun it and they're shooting. And I swear to God, I start crying. Oh. <laughs> 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 Sucker. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm an idiot. <laughs> what is wrong with me? It was yeah. quiet time. So, <laughs> uh, so anyways, Phantasm. Mm. Watch that with the Devil's Rejects. It works. Trust me. All right, Doug, you're up. Okay, let's see here. Well, we will throw it back again to the, uh, to the 70s and the 80s. My first movie is Super 8. J.J. Uh, Abrams' nod to Spielberg, pretty much. Yep. Sci-fi. Yep. Uh, I love that movie. For the last three or four years, I've watched it on Halloween. Oh, really? It's a really good Halloween movie. Really? Yeah. yeah I, I we have it. I haven't watched it for a couple of years. Yeah, I like to... I watch it and carve my pumpkin. Nice. So, Super 8... Paired with, this is a bit of a cheat because it's not just a movie, but uh, the Netflix series Stranger Things. Counts. Because that is also a, a total nod to Spielberg. Yeah. It takes place in the early 80s. Yeah. Um, 
and they totally go together because it's about these kids, you know, in their yep. neighborhood mm-hmm. and shit's going down. Crazy government project going on, trying to figure it all out. Don't have any cell phones. You know, they <laughs> yeah. got to they yeah. gotta go find each other and stuff like that. Yeah, they're both really, really good, and I think they go together well. Yeah, good throwbacks, each of them. Yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited about the new season, Stranger Things. Yeah, me too. Not for a while, though. Not till the fall. No. Um, uh, but yeah, Super 8. I need to, I need to revisit that. It's I, really good. Yeah. Lots of lens flares, but. <laughs> it's very J.J. Abrams. Yeah, it is all the way. Yeah. But it is. It, I think it's really good. Super 8 and Stranger Things. I dig. Kevin. Uh, all right. My next, uh, my next pick is, um, uh, the 80s film Night of the Creeps. Excellent. Mm. Thrill me. Thrill um, me. And I paired it with what I think is a very similar film, uh, Slither. Um, nice. nice. Yeah, did you, you, I like that did one. Did you just watch that? No. No, I watched Splinter. Oh, I thought you were going to watch Slither too. No. Okay. Slither is in the mail. Um, but yeah, they're, they're both about, have you seen Night of the Creeps? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. They're both about like uh, Slith- alien slugs things that, that <laughs> crawl inside your mouth and then take over. <laughs> uh, Blow your head off, though, in the Night of the Creeps, don't they? Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Explode. And then Slither, they just make you... They turn you into a they, part of they, this They big, turn you into... Isn't there like a blob that's being formed with the guy it's from It's like JFK? a giant yeah. thing being formed that mm-hmm. is being formed by the bodies of all the people that have already been yeah. turned. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's, they get they get together, and then they just morph into this giant thing. Uh huh. Wow. It's gross. They're both gross and funny. Yeah, Slith- very Slith- funny. Slither's funny, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Slither's yeah. hilarious. There's a scene that was on your list, right? I remember. That was uh, high on my list. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where like the the sheriff or maybe the mayor, somebody, they're picking them up and they're going to they're trying to go to help, you know, take care of what it is. And but he just throws this f- random fit about yeah. how nobody has any Mr. Pib in the cooler. And he said, yeah. "I specifically <laughs> yeah. told you it's, I needed Mr. Pib." It was uh, so who, funny. Who's the guy that plays the mayor? I don't remember. Greg Henry. But it, I laughed so he hard. He's the mayor, and he's just the asshole mayor. And yes, he does have that conversation. He's pissed off about Mr. Pib, and they're all running for their lives. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I hilarious. can't do this without Mr. Yeah. Pib. That's hysterical. <laughs> yeah, I just watched Night of the Creeps uh, like two months ago, I think, mm. and for the first time, and God, I freaking love that movie. Yeah. yeah, me too. I just about yeah, maybe three months ago was for my segment on the other on my podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, it was for go- going to school because okay. I had never seen it, yeah. and. Uh, I'd heard about it a lot. Yeah. So um, uh, another uh, throwback to the original, the blob with the with the comet yeah. coming down. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh yeah, it doesn't have a. It starts with a, a scene with aliens and yeah. stuff, and they're like, like the kids going. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, the, it opens. It God, opens with that, and so then it never weird. comes back to it. I think, <laughs> but it opens with these aliens. I, I remember. Yeah, when I when I hit play, uh, it's on it's on Shutter. You can watch it on Shutter. But I hit play, and I was like, these aliens, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, yeah. Oh, and so I backed down. I was like, okay, I'm going to go look for Night of the Creeps. And then it was like, resume. It's and I was like, uh, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, it's just like a two quick two-minute <laughs> opener thing. So good. Yeah. Love that movie. And God, Tom Atkins. Oh, he's, he just, just... he's my favorite. When he comes in, what, this is what I said on our, on our podcast when we talked about it, though. It's like the movie is great and stuff, but he 
is twice as good as the movie when yeah. he comes like I don't know if he rewrote all his lines or what, but yeah. all of a sudden because there's some pretty lame dialogue from everybody else, and then he comes on and everything is as just the fucking shit. Yeah, I mean he yeah he you know? just totally elevates. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a god good movie. Yeah, yeah. I have uh, well Rob texted me and said uh, happy birthday Slithers on the way. <laughs> nice. So. Hmm. So there's good. Yeah, I'm excited to to watch it. Mm-hmm. All right, so for my fourth one, my fourth double feature, my theme is No Way Out. It's about being trapped. <coughs> um, and so I started with 1986's Demons from Dario Argento, produced it, and it's Lamberto Bava uh, directed it. Um, have you seen Demons, Kevin? It's been a while. And Doug, you have not. No. It's, uh, well, I'll start off by saying, um, I mean, it's Italian horror and it's Italian 80s horror. So you have to get Mm. rid of, or, you know, um, there's going to be some weird overdubs and stuff. Mm. Um, Uh. but that also means 1980s Italian horror, nice and gooey, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, let Lamberto Bava, his, his, I, th- I think it's his dad, Mario Bava, is one of the greatest uh, Jalo filmmakers. Um, anyways, a fabulous soundtrack by, um, I don't want to say who it's by, uh, but you have the score and then you have a soundtrack of like Billy Idol, um, Go West. Go West? Yeah, uh, which is really funny because there's, um, there's a scene where you have these four like super hard punk rockers cruising around the town <laughs> and they're doing coke. They're snorting coke through a straw out of a, yeah. a Coke can. And, uh, I mean, they're just like crazy, like their hair, you know, very Billy Idol and they're like <laughs> jamming out real hard in their car. And then it's, they're jamming out to go west. <laughs> That's everything is wrong about that. <laughs> yeah. And I love go like I love that type of cheesy eighties pop. Um I was like, something does not match here. It sounds like the punkers in the beginning of um Terminator. Right. Uh, exactly. Bill Paxton. Yeah, yeah. These aren't real punkers. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, but anyways, if you haven't seen this, it's about uh, you know, it's sort of meta. These uh these people are trapped in an old movie theater and they're watching this uh, movie that is why are they trapped in there um uh why are they trapped because the movie is cursed and it like locks the doors oh, basically I got um it. i mean it's got it you, you so have this to this group of people gets invited to a screening to like some mysterious film. Yeah, sure. It's not a screaming. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Doug. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so they're trapped in this theater, and like, uh, you know, if uh, it starts off with one girl getting, uh, she she tried on this mask, this like prop mask that was in the lobby. She gets cut, and the same thing happens in the movie that they're watching. And then the the Ooh. person who gets cut in the movie they're watching, like. Uh, turns into this demon. Mm-hmm. I'm and, starting to remember it. Now. Yeah, and so she turns into a demon, and and makeup effects are just fabu. They're great, so fun. Huh. Um, and then you know, lots of death, 
some really horrible gooey deaths, mm-hmm. which is always fun. Um, but there's also just like the absolute cheesiest stuff that happens. Like there's a part where our male protagonist and our female protagonist um, get on a dirt bike and he gets a sword. Awesome. They, these are all props that were in the in I'm the on board. Right. They're in the lobby. <laughs> and at this point, like most of the people that were in the movie theater are now demons. And he, he's driving up and down the aisles of the theater, like slashing at the <laughs> demons. No. And then and then he gets on top of the seats and drives on top of the seats. What? Slash Oh my god, it's so stupid. <laughs> Holy shit. And then uh and then it ends with a helicopter crashing through the roof of the theater and that's how they get out. Sweet. Holy cow. <laughs> what? It sounds like a ma- a big magic trick, like <laughs> David Copperfield would yeah. put together, where he rides the motorcycle over, the, he levitates it right, over the exactly. seats, and then a helicopter breaks in and he <laughs> jumps under the rope and gets lifted <laughs> out. Um, there's a Demons Two that picks up exactly where Demons One leaves off. Um, also a fun movie. Anyways, so that's mm-hmm. Demons. I'm pairing that up with from 2013. This is the end. Have we? Have you seen this? Have those? not. Seen have you seen this, Kevin? Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Where Danny they all, McBride. They all play themselves. Yep. Okay. Okay. Huh. Okay. So it's it's an, it's it's the end of the world in Los Angeles. Oh, Seth Rogen. Does it also have Frank uh, Franco in it? Yeah. And they yep, play themselves. James Franco. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It takes I remember at like Franco's in Franco's house. house. Yes. And they're all. Like, I remember yeah. the when it came out, but I never saw it. Craig Robinson, Jay Baruchel. I mean, it's so over the top and so ridiculous and stupid. Um, and typically I don't like those types of movies. Uh, but, and I didn't love this the first time I watched it, but when I picked demons, I was like, this is the first one that popped in my head. I was like, they're trapped. (laughs) And I watched it again and God damn it. It was so freaking funny. Um, Jonah Hill is in it. There's like one of my favorite lines. Uh, they're like, uh, or he, he had just gotten a dog and he's, he's telling Jay about it. And, uh, He's like, oh yeah, my my name or my dog's name is Aja, <laughs> and uh, Jay goes, how do you spell that? And Jonah Hill goes, A H J H I A. And it's stuff like that where I feel like half of the movie is improv,ed mm-hmm. right? So funny, uh, you know, Michael Sarah plays himself but oh he's God. a giant cokehead and yeah. he's like ba- banging everything in sight there's a part that's weird the goes into the bathroom michael sarah's like getting blown by <laughs> some girl and he's doing coke um and jay barishel walks in and and just so so sweetly uh michael sarah turns and goes hey jay you need to use the toilet honey <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that have, uh, have you seen Have you seen this, Kevin? I have seen it. I've only seen it once. Did but you? I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! It's just uh, Craig Robinson is totally my favorite in this. Mm. Um, and there's some truly terrifying moments, like Jonah Ray gets possessed. I mean, it's you know, it's a very exorcist type of thing. Mm. Scary. Like yeah. the makeup is really scary. Um, and that you know the <laughs> one more thing where James Franco and. Seth Rogen, they're hiding from Jonah Hill after he's possessed in the closet. And Seth Rogen is like mouth breathing. He's <sighs> and Franco's like, can you breathe quieter? And so, <laughs> so Rogen closes his mouth and he goes. 
It's just so <laughs> stupid and silly. Uh, but this makes for a really good, just super fun night. Yeah. Um, I can, you know, totally recommend it. Yeah, it's uh, Demons, and this is the end. Doug. Check them out. All right. Last one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this is my comedy uh, pairing. First one. Uh, Young Frankenstein. Nice. Classic. Mm-hmm. Don't have to say a lot about it. Uh, really, if you haven't seen Young Frankenstein, you need to see it. I believe it's pronounced Frankenstein. Ah, yes, you're, you're, <laughs> correct. you're correct there. Um, I paired it with a movie that I loved as a kid and I just rewatched it to make sure I still loved it. And it is a Don Knotts Tim Conway vehicle called The Private Eyes. Oh. Oh, you were thinking a different one, huh? Yeah. Like Apple Dumpling Gang or some shit? Well, it's called The Private Eyes. Do you guys know this one at all? I do not. I do not. Love oh. Don Knotts. Love Tim mm-hmm. Conway, though. Yeah, it's a... It's a they, they play uh, investigators for uh, Scotland Yard, and they go to this big, giant home where... In the first scene, you see, like, a, a murder of the people that live there, you know? And they're sent there to investigate... The mur- they're convinced it was a murder. Yeah, you know, and so the house is populated by the staff, and each one of them is their own type of creepy. Yeah, different kind of people, and they're asking all these questions and all these hijinks and the typical kind of thing that you got there. All these different. Uh, they're actually they're always fa- they're always finding you know secret passageways. There's stuff a lot like the gag. Yeah, with the revolving door from Young Frankenstein. What, what year is this? <sighs> Uh, probably like 1980, 81. Oh, okay. R- early 80s, I think. Um, and they do. They actually do have the walk this way bit. They borrow that. Oh, okay. Uh, in it, and it's it's just really fun. And they would go together. To What's that called? The private eyes. The private eyes. Okay. Yeah. Like and like through the whole thing, like each staff member is getting killed okay. one by one. They go and interview them. And all of a sudden, like literally while they're looking the other way, all of a sudden the fucker gets killed. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah. they find him with this note attached to him, you know, yeah. from the, from the killer, which has this little poem, but then it's, well, of course the poem never rhymes. And, <laughs> you know, they change the word as a little <laughs> joke, like, you know, right. I bet you're on the right trail. And then whatever it doesn't rhyme with trail, <laughs> but, it, but it means the same thing, you know, one of those right, kind right, of right. things. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good flick. Uh, definitely, the Private Eyes. It was on. I think it used to be on HBO when I was a little kid. Okay, and yeah. so I would see it. Yeah. Love it. Have you ever seen that, Kevin? I have not. No, it took uh, me a moment to find it too. Yeah, made, I got it on made DVD. In 1980. Ah, I was close. 1980. Okay, yeah. I was right because I said 80 or yeah. 81. You're good. So, yeah, you're good. Points. Right. Thank you. Points. Uh, all right, Kev. Uh, my last one is uh, Kubrick's The Shining. Never heard of it. Okay. It's uh, all right. Give it a... Yeah, <laughs> watch it. Uh, I pair that with another uh, very fun... Into your mic. Uh, I'm sorry. I pair that with another very fun Stephen King uh, haunted hotel thing, uh, 1408. Ah, yeah. No, yeah. I don't know what that 14, is. Is Samuel L. Jackson? Hmm? Samuel L. Jackson and Samuel L. Jackson John Cusack. Yeah. Uh, it's about a from when? When oh, was that? That's not too too long ago. Fourteen oh eight. That's an address then. Uh, room number. It's a room number. Oh, so, oh yeah. So really? I it's, have, have it's no about, idea what uh, that is. Cusack plays like a. Um, it was, it was uh, two thousand seven, so ten years old. Huh. Uh, he plays a, a a writer who travels around to known um, 
haunted haunted places uh-huh like a bed and breakfast or a hotel or something so like, like that. a ghost hunters thing right but and he'll he'll stay it, i think it's mostly like going around to haunted mm-hmm. houses or our uh, haunted hotels and huh. he'll, st- he'll stay in the room that is supposedly haunted for a night and then he'll uh. write something about it well he gets a tip to go to this um hotel that i think it takes place in new york fuck i'm not I, sure i can't remember um and to stay in room 1408 and so he goes there and um he's like very skeptical about it because every every hotel haunted hotel he stayed in he's never seen anything yeah. so he goes, was he goes no- to this one and it 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 was it a novel then i guess is basically uh, a novel like shiny novel i don't know it's weird i never ever you know cuz i have two I chances to hear from you, it, know, you know either from the i'm sto- confusing the book, this with that uh, Jim Carrey room two o or whatever, remember yeah, that one? Yeah, there's a the oh, Jim Carrey room something. Stupid or, or one where he played some weird writer. He was a writer, wasn't he? Yeah, but it was really bad. Room, huh. no, it was just called number thirty three or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, that, I don't know. Yeah, twenty three maybe. Good. Yeah, I don't know if this was the number twenty three. I, I I don't know if this was a novel that he made uh, huh. that he wrote or if it was uh, based off a short story. Yeah, I missed it both times. Then yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah. But the Shining's about a haunted, um, not not so much a haunted, but a, just an evil hotel. Mm-hmm. And fourteen oh eight is about uh, an evil hotel room, mm-hmm. not the same hotel or anything. Uh, no characters are similar, but I just thought that those it was would be back when he was starting to repeat himself. Because didn't he write like another like <laughs> Christine type of? He didn't he say he was going to retire for a while. He's like, well, I just wrote. Another uh, another uh, a book car. about a haunted car. Yeah. Trucks. <laughs> yeah, he, truck. he, he, well, wrote, he wrote like Maximum Overdrive. Oh, well, in Trucks. He and wrote trucks. that. And then yeah. he wrote Trucks. Yeah, 1408 is a... Trucks. Well, Trucks was the short story that Maximum Overdrive oh, was it? based off. Yeah, that was the name of the short story. That but they both did in. get made into films. Yeah. No, Did they make Trucks as well? They did, yeah. Trucks is a film, too. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Uh, f- yeah, it f- didn't. It didn't do as well as Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> it's probably sad. Fourteen oh eight is a Stephen King short story. Uh-huh. Um, I gotta look up this Jim Carrey thing. It's like yeah, twenty three or something. Yeah, well, like twenty three is like a the number kind of con- twenty three. Some kind of a conspiratorial yeah. number. It's involved in that stuff. Let's so see. I'm thinking it might be that. But. Yeah, the number twenty three. Walter Sparrow becomes obsessed with a novel that he believes was written about him. Okay. Yeah, that that was a poopy movie. Yeah. I've never seen fourteen oh eight. Really? No. Okay. Good. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Okay. I loved. I mean, John Cusack. My God. Yeah. I'm gay for Cusack. Very very good. Creepy. Um, kind of like, I mean, you're you're you'll you'll watch it and be like, what the fuck is going on? Oh my. Um, hmm. but it's got some very creepy moments in it. Um, it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. No levity in that double feature. <laughs> and you're gonna go to bed just just scared shitless. Yep. Pretty much. Good. Awesome. Good, good. Okay. Uh, so The Shining and 1408. Very nice. My fifth one, I'm calling it You're as Cold as Ice. Two movies that uh, make me cold when I watch them. <laughs> I feel the chill. Uh, first up is one of my all-time favorite vampire movies. I don't give a shit what anyone says. I know there's a lot of haters for this one out there, but Whatever. 30 Days of Night. I don't um, care what they say either. That's an awesome film. Love it. Mm-hmm. Scariest vampires I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is 2007. Um, you know, Josh Hartnett. 
Melissa George, uh, <laughs> and Danny Houston, <clears throat> excuse me, who plays, he's the vampire leader. Yeah. The, I mean, just the scariest. Yeah. The sc- have you, you've you've never seen no, oh. but I like some Hartnett. Me too. I really I love check Josh. it out. Yeah, I like Josh Hartnett. <laughs> um, and then Ben Foster plays mm. the uh, just the the stranger, just an incredible role. Uh, Mark Boone Jr., who I love, and uh, you know he goes out with a blaze of glory. Um, uh, I want to start off by saying, and I think I've said this on the show before, but um, we named my son after Josh Hartnett's character, mm. Eben. Ah. That's where we got that name. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, there there are... Yeah, it's... Uh, there's some cheesy uh, CGI stuff, um, but I forgive all that because of the, the scary-ass vampires. So much blood. Yeah. So much blood. This is based off of a graphic novel of the same name. Um, and probably my favorite, my favorite part about that film is very brief when they're showing like that, the panorama. Is that what you're going with? Well, go for it. No, no, no. Actually, not not the panorama, but the 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 overhead view of the town and and like after like the vampires have taken over the town <laughs> and it's like there's like a helicopter view and it's just slowly panning over but there's so much shit going on because you can see everything that's happening in the town you can see people getting slaughtered over here oh. people getting slaughtered over here and then the car comes through and just plows through a bunch of people and then like <laughs> shotguns are going on seriously and it's huh. like a, it's like and, a 3 second thing but there's like and so you, much you can going see on. like blood just oh <laughs> yeah just oh it, it it's I, so I love that yeah, shot good. in that film uh, I was going to say my favorite shot, and it happens a few times, where they're following a character wandering uh, these streets. And, and f- for those of you who have not seen this, this takes place in Barrow, Alaska, which mm-hmm. is a real town, actually. It is the northernmost point of the United States. And for 30 days mm-hmm. out of the year, the sun does not come up. Okay. And um, so it's a perfect place for vampires, right? Right. Um and so these vampires attack, and the God, <clears throat> I just watched it a couple nights ago. There's way more than I remember. Yeah, like there's a lot of yeah. vampires. There's a gaggle. Yeah, there's yeah a gaggle <laughs> of vampires. Yep, yep. Um, but my favorite shots are when they're 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 panning with uh, a character just roaming on the street, and in the background, which hmm. is blurry, you can see the vampires creeping along the roofs, hopping from shack to yeah. shack. Oh my. God, it's so <laughs> scary, so scary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the ending is what it is. It's fine, uh, but I, I still gave it an eight hmm. uh, out of ten. Uh, anyway, so Thirty Days of Night, scary vampires. I'm pairing that with from 1992, Batman Returns. Ah, <laughs> 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 it's dark. Super dark. I watched it with Eben today, and um, it's uh, between the two Keaton Batmans. It's darker than the first one, but it's also goofier than the first one. Yeah. Um, and there are some horrific elements in this movie. It you know it takes place around Christmas time, and it's cold in Gotham City. So that's you know that's mm-hmm. sort of the theme I was going with. Um. <clears throat> 
another reason I picked this, and I, I love I love Batman Returns. Danny DeVito, just stellar performance as the Penguin. Michelle Pfeiffer is so sexy in this movie as Catwoman. Christopher Walken plays Christopher Walken just with different hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's he's great all the time. Oh, the guy who plays Christopher Walken's son in this, Chip, uh, he is Leatherface in the hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake from 2003. Really? Yeah. Really? Hmm. Um, anyways, uh, this movie created, and I've talked about this on the show before, uh, the recurring nightmare I've had that I still have at 35 years old about uh, a clown haunting me in my parents' backyard. <laughs> that clown looks that. like the clown's from Batman Returns. Really? That's uh, where this clown came from. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, you just realized that at the viewing that you watched? No, no, no. Now, no, you, no I realized that years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> I was like, that's a real progress. Oh, yeah. No, the the first time I had that nightmare, I was like, it's that fucking Batman Returns clown. Um, this movie, I, I recommend going back t- to watch it because it is incredibly violent. It is so violent. Really? Oh, my God. Uh, it's inc- lots, lots of blood. Um, and then, yeah, that's all I got. So 30 Days of Night and Batman Returns. Trust me. Put on a parka. I got a question. Yes. Just a random question. Yeah, yeah. It, is uh, Batman Returns the one where he pulls out a CD and it records on it? Yes. Okay. I was thinking it was the first one, but when I watched the first one, it wasn't in there. But I remember that. Crazy go, technology from 1992. And I remember going, that is bullshit. They yeah. will never record on a, on a CD. You can't do that. <laughs> right. So I, I always remember that when uh, that came around. Yeah. it's uh, He was ahead of the time. It's totally, totally. Good old Tim Burton. Yeah. Uh, yeah, classic Burton and Elfman. And uh, I haven't seen that since it was in the theaters. I'd like to revisit oh, it. Oh, it's so fun. I, I only have it on VHS, but uh, mm. it was fun. What, Kevin? You're giving me... No? You don't believe me? 30 Days of Night and Batman Returns? No, I, I like it. I think it's a <laughs> it's an interesting pairing. I wasn't <laughs> expecting it. I thought I thought because you, you titled it something about like in the cold. Cold as ice? Yeah, so I thought you were going to... I thought you were going to do, like do the 30 thing Days of or Night something. and then like the thing. Yeah. I, I was, was guessing. totally thinking, oh, he's going to do the thing. Yeah. But no, no Batman. <clears throat> Batman Returns. <laughs> I, I, I also... Uh, because for me, 30 Days of Night, like... <clears throat> I find I still find it scary. After watching Thirty Days of Night, I I would want something a little more lighthearted and oh, fun. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, it lots of explosions. Eben was loving it. <laughs> I mean, it it's you know it's a it could be gateway horror, I suppose. <laughs> Batman Returns. Yeah. The, Danny DeVito is frightening as the Penguin. He is. Kind of like and, the pe- like Beetlejuice. Yeah. You know, yeah. Exactly. It's, it's right. Right. Kind right. of in the same. Yeah. Plus, there's just like a shit ton of penguins in it, and birds are scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at, at the end when after DeVito dies or after the penguin dies and like you know the king penguins come out and they push him into the sewer and he right. floats off Evan turns huh. to me he goes daddy are those people and I was like <laughs> yes obviously they're they're little people <laughs> like even he knew he's like this this does come on but uh <laughs> yeah so super fun I think Get scared and then have some fun. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's a lot of fun, you guys. Yeah. 
I say I say we take a real quick break and then we'll be right back. He pulls me into this dark office alone. He lays me down and he's like, take off your shirt. He was he was good. He was a professional. Takes this warm, warm. He loses me all up, gets it done. And he's rubbing this thing all over. He's very gentle with me. I'm about to pass out. Dude, it's taking forever. And now I'm slightly out of breath. He squirts me down all over my belly. But he did say that I didn't have to put my shirt back on, which was weird. Oh, yeah. They also talk about comics. Long Box Small Talk. Weekly on bmoviesandebooks.com. All right. Um, So next week, we're getting back to normal. Uh, You know, one movie per show. Um, A song. Actually, next week, we're going to check out new releases with Kate Berkman. And she chose the movie Pontypool. Have you guys seen that? It's on Netflix. It's uh, it's weird. Mm-hmm. I did not like it the first time I saw it, and I told her we should do it because I wanted to give it a second chance because a lot of people love this movie. Pontypool. Pontypool. It's I very Canadian. It. You you haven't seen it? I have. Yeah. And I don't think I I think I've only seen it once, and I don't think I I liked it so much. It's very strange. So I'll need to watch it again. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Anyway, so Pontypool with Kate next week. Doug. All right. That was a lot of fun. Uh, tell me what's what's going on. What what uh, we can find you, uh, listen to your podcast, the Necronomicast and Fizzle Like a Flood. Yes, I have a horror podcast that I do with my friends called Necronomicast, and I have my own personal podcast that's called Fizzle Like a Flood. You can follow that and listen to me on any my crazy stuff on Twitter at Fizzood. Uh yeah, I do. Th- I, I never use the Twitter okay, though, but um, yeah, I do have it. Uh, I have a Facebook page though. Or fizzle like a flood. Very mm, good. Yeah, yeah. So find me. Find me. Find, find, him. find me out there. <laughs> uh, well, thank you both so much, and thank you all. Uh, also, I just want to say, if anybody uh, actually does these double features, report back. Let us know. Let us uh, know how they work. Yeah, how they work. I'm well, mine work. Was I watch they mine. Don't, if they don't work, let us know. Yeah. Well, man, keep that to yourself. That is it. We're done. Thank you to Kevin and Doug. Our theme music is Ghost of Emery by Donnelly Family Reunion. Head to the basement on hill.wordpress.com for your daily dose of four. You guys can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Scary Shit Radio and on Facebook at The Basement on Hill. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever else you get your podcasts. Tune in next week. I got to slow down. I'm going to be way ahead of time. Tune in next week as we get back to normal when Kate Barrickman stops by the basement. Remember, mental mindfuck can be nice. See you next week. Go, Go Cubs! is part of the B&E Network, brought to you by bmoviesandebooks.com.